welcome to Coffee Break with K.A. and Dana. We're brought to you by the Lesbian Talk Show. I'm K.A., a lesbian romance author, and in my past life, a counselor and a social worker. And I'm Dana, an avid reader, coffee connoisseur, recovering alcoholic, and a graduate of the School of Hard Knocks. Grab a cup of coffee, pull up a chair, and join us for a meaningful conversation from a lesbian perspective. According to the DailyBeast.com, in 1989, the Supreme Court ruled in Price Waterhouse versus Hopkins that a woman named Anne Hopkins had been unlawfully denied partnership on the grounds that she didn't dress and behave femininely enough. In essence, the Supreme Court determined that discriminating against someone based on stereotypes about how a person should look or act because of their sex qualified as sex discrimination. Did Chili's cross the line when they reportedly told a lesbian single mom to dress more gender appropriate? We think so, and we'll be talking about it. Won't you join us for a meaningful conversation? All right. Hey, so we're uh, talking about lesbians in the workplace, Uh, specifically lesbians attire in the workplace. Always an interesting topic. I don't know whether I've actually, yeah, I don't know whether I've actually talked about it before. You know, I've certainly lived it, but I... uh, Anyway, we we read an article. Um, We ran across an article. It's a recent article um, that the Daily Beast put out. And it talked about uh, this lesbian in Arizona whose manager uh, told her to dress more gender appropriate. And um, that happened after she attended a seminar for management promotion, promotion to management. Um, And although uh, that never happened to me, where someone had that conversation, it could have on some days. Um, Anyway, it struck a chord and we thought it was worthy of conversation. Absolutely. Now, mind you, Chili's has a dress code, and this lady was wearing what the dress code had put in place, black pants, white button-down shirt. And so she was doing what she was supposed to be doing as far as her dress, but in order to be management, they wanted her to dress more feminine. Yeah, that they're, uh, I mean, they didn't deny that what got me is, is according to the article, Chili's didn't deny um, that they'd said something to her about her dress. And, but they claimed that it's the same for all managers. Well, if that's the, if that's the way it is, then they must want their male managers to dress feminine. You know, and I wondered about that, too, because of the way the and, you know, that could have just been the way that the article was worded. I, I don't know. But here's my deal 
if you have a dress code, follow the dress code. She wasn't in management. She just had attended a seminar. Now, if you move up into management, I can understand where the dress may be different. However, telling somebody to dress more feminine, I just think that's uncalled for. Yeah, and I, according to the article, they actually said she should dress more gender appropriate. Now, this woman, according you know, according to the article, and we are we have we have a one-sided account here, uh, reported by the Daily Beast, but. According to the article, she wore a button-up men, you know, a button-up the front shirt, like a man's shirt, fitted slacks, and boat shoes. Okay, now I never was too, really too into boat shoes, but I mean that could have been me on a lot of days. And add to that my guy's stretch band watch. Well, and that's just it. Any, well, I shouldn't say anybody, but I think a lot of lesbians kind of run the continuum of how they dress. You know, you steal that word from me before (laughs) I get a chance to say it. So many times you say it. Yes, they do. They do um, run the, the continuum. You know, even in the last job I had, which was in administration, I could see how my dress attire changed as I got more comfortable in the job. And that doesn't have anything to do with dressing uh, masculine or feminine. I think I think that sometimes just happens. We get as we get comfortable, we get a little more casual in our dress. And see, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with an employer saying, look, you you know, you're going to go into management. You need to dress the part. I don't have any problem with that. I totally agree with that. But if a lesbian is a butch lesbian, then dressing the part means dressing up, and that means something totally different um, than it would uh, to a femme lesbian. So explain the differences to me. Um, well, I mean, the, uh, a femme, as, as I see it, I am not... Yeah, I've never done this femme thing, but I'll I'll do my best here. Uh, as I see it, a femme le- a, a femme is just comfortable in women's attire. She shops in the women's department, um, and it's as you said, it's a continuum. So uh, some probably land way over to heels and skirts. And others land closer to the middle in, you know, jeans and a blouse. But whatever she wears, she's comfortable buying her clothes in the women's department. Usually, that's how I see it. I mean, we're talking about attire. There are other differences, too, that we could tackle on another show. But that's how I see it. A butch lesbian although not all buy their, their clothes in the men's department. Many do. I do. Um, yeah, I don't buy very much outside the guy's department. 
Um, I think it also depends on your body shape, too. True. But, you know, you, you know, you can have things fitted. Right. Um, and uh, there there are, uh, in fact, businesses that cater to the butch lesbian, you know, uh, with, you know, tailored clothes and and suits and whatever. Um, and in fact, you know, this goes, you know, I worked I worked in government for my whole career um, in management, much of my career. And so I I had to dress up some, but but not a lot. And um, I was I was never totally comfortable. Um, but I ne I I was never brave enough to really dress, you know, who I was. I dressed somewhere in between. And so, um, it was women's clothing, but as far over to the masculine side, the tailored side as I could get it. And the day I left, um, state employment and began writing and retired from that first career. It took eight garbage bags, but I got eight leaf bags. And my wife just, my wife tells the story. But like that, that was one of my first activities on the day after um, I left a traditional job. I, 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 I loaded all of my clothing. Literally, there was nothing left. Put them in the bags, and I carried them to Goodwill. I used the car to do that, but we drove them to Goodwill. And then I had to buy a wardrobe because although I, I had um, comfortable clothes that I wore on the weekends, I needed more of them to survive the other five days of the week. So, and, you know, I kind of get that. Um, I, I get that she was, she, this lesbian chose to dress how she was comfortable. And some do that, and some are more like me. They try to fit in. Right. And I had the same uh, experience when I quit working in administration. Uh, you know, a lot of my dress slacks and stuff like that went out to Goodwill. Uh, we have a savers here. That's where we dropped them off at. But anyway, um, and a lot of the blouses, just because I have no need to dress like that again. And so for me, it was just a matter of I will never wear these clothes again because I will never be in a courtroom again. Uh, I Well, hopefully I'll never be in a courtroom again. But, you know, I just had no need for them anymore because I kind of got backed into the corner because of my job where I had to dress more feminine just because of the job that I had. And was I comfortable? I wasn't uncomfortable, but it would not have been my chosen attire. Yeah. And, and we, we probably, well, I know we, we fall a little bit um, differently on the continuum. I mean, on those days that I had to do a much more feminine attire, I felt like it must feel to cross-dress. Only cross-dressing isn't your thing. 
Right. I mean, that's how it, that's how it felt. So um, <clears throat> it was liberating for me to get rid of those clothes. Um, and since that last day, I've not worn um, the clothing from the women's department one time. Wow. I mean, other than, I mean, obviously I wear a sports bra and those don't typically right. come from the men's department. But other than that. <laughs> they should. <laughs> now our listeners know far more than they need to. But but other than that, I, I don't wear anything other than what I'm comfortable in. And it's liberating. And I, I have total respect for this woman who oh, I do had too. the guts. I do too. Had the guts mm-hmm. to take a stand on this. Uh, you know, absolutely. And, uh, you know, f- I think for a lot of butch lesbians, it's it's got to be hard to try and dress feminine. You know, it, it may not it may be it may not fit their body. It may be that they're not just not comfortable. Or it may just be. I don't want to say their morals, but just their own personal compass of what they need to wear in their job to be successful. Well, yeah, and and <clears throat> it, it's illegal. You know, we opened the show um, talking about a Supreme Court ruling. I mean, uh, it it's pretty clear to me that that uh, based on that ruling and that asking someone to dress more feminine, they're a woman, or more masculine if they're a man, is sex discrimination. Also, I think it happens way more than anyone would ever know. And so I I am also glad that she decided to press the issue because there's so much hate and discrimination going on right now in our country that, you know, everybody, it doesn't affect everybody. And those it doesn't affect, they don't think about it as much as as people in the gay and lesbian community do. No. And and if indeed this came down, as it was reported to have come down, this manager asking her <clears throat> to dress more gender appropriately, um, I, I don't think it probably ever crossed that manager's mind what was being asked of her, because unless you're in in our position, you don't even think about that. You know, and that's something I think. I didn't realize it, that it had already gone in front of the Supreme Court until I read that. So, you know, again, it's information and it's information that people in our communities need. So so they can go to their employer and say, look, yes, you asked me to do this, but I don't look. Look at this law that went in front of the Supreme Court. Yeah. And and, you know, a lot of times. Uh, we may not have uh, a person may not have been asked by their employer to dress more feminine or more masculine. Sometimes we impose that on ourselves, much like you yes. did. Well, and I did too. Same thing. No one ever told me that. I just did it because I knew I should do that to fit in. But you know, that's just wrong to feel like you have to do that to fit in. It is. 
but I also can understand how, you know, how and why, you know, people need their jobs. And so they will work to fit in so that they can be gainfully employed. Oh, absolutely. And I wasn't saying that in terms of wrong on behalf of the, of the lesbian. It's just wrong that, uh, you know, we've come as far as we have with rights, and yet we really have so far that we still need to go. Absolutely. And on that note, it's been a great discussion, my friend. Absolutely, like always. You've been listening to Coffee Break with Kay and Dana, meaningful conversations from a lesbian perspective, we're brought to you by the Lesbian Talk Show. Listen to us on Podbean and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Until next week, be kind to one another, work hard, and watch amazing things happen in your corner of the world.